The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, got a honey who come with elite fashion. She too fun, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustle, you broke what well, that seems tragic. That's tragic. Got a Yo, 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 what is up? It's your boy Sterles here on the mic. And you are listening and watching the Choppa. Look, man, it's draft night eve. And I got you covered, man. My boy Spence is doing his thing. I'm waiting on Twan to get up in here. Twan's supposed to be in here tonight, but if he's not, shoot. Hey, we're going we're gonna to talk draft in here, man. That's what we're going to do. One more day, Richard Rush. Yes, sir. We're about to do the dang thing in here, man. But uh, good afternoon. How is your night going? Welcome to the Chop Up here on the Buffalo Rumblings VidCast feed. Uh, make sure you're tuned in to the Chop Up and everything we got going on here at Buffalo Rumblings, man. It's it's been, a, it's been a party, as Bruce Nolan would say. It's always a party. Um so much happening right now in the NFL. So much going on, man. Like I'm I'm sitting here trying to figure out how I feel uh draft night eve. Like what what's my prevailing and overarching thoughts on certain things? You know, if you ask me uh who I think the Bills are going to select, I have no freaking clue. I still don't have a clue of who, as to who the Bills are going to make uh the 27th pick overall. There's a uh, 
a lot going on, man. The the CJ Stroud stuff we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about this DeAndre Hopkins situation. Are we getting D-Hop or not, right? And the cool thing about all that is, is that we get the we get all the answers tomorrow. Like things are going to start to unfold. There's there's talks of Will Levis going number one overall. I don't know how I feel about that. To be honest, uh, who's the best positional talent at, at non quarterback? Right? Who's going to be the first non quarterback selected in his draft? I have no idea. I mean, I, I, you would think it's Will Anderson. But needless to say, there is so much going on, man. Uh, Aaron Rodgers had his press conference today. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I'm hoping that Antoine gets in here, so uh, he was there, so we can get his. Uh... Oh, he's asking me for a link. Okay, I will send you the link. Um, so we're gonna get into all that. So, should I do a mock draft tonight? Is the question? I don't know. I mean, I feel like uh, you know, I've I've gotten some DMs today asking me uh, if I would do a mock draft tonight. Uh, we might we might do a final mock draft um, to to kind of kick things off for the draft night. But I tell you one thing right now, uh, I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm telling you right now, I will not be sleeping tonight. Uh, it's just not going to happen for me. I'm I'm too I'm too uh excited i'm too excited um i'm pumped up and yeah it's it's wild right now <laughs> it's almost it's like christmas for me it's christmas for you because we get to sort some stuff out but uh so yeah we'll we'll, we'll throw a little mock in there <laughs> in my opinion we do need hop yeah we do need d hop so here's here's a question so if you're watching the show tonight <laughs> Here, here's a question I'm going to ask. There's a, there was a trade idea being floated around. Um, the trade idea was, would you rather have, you know, would you take Ed Oliver and Gabriel Davis and ship it to Arizona for Diop and Isaiah Simmons? And I don't know if I would make that trade. Because I need, I need like a third round pick. If, if Ed Oliver, Gabriel Davis in the third round pick, I make I'll make the trade. But if you're not going to give me anything, I mean you're gonna you're banking on what a few more years from D Hop, right? Isaiah Simmons is an un, unproven linebacker who doesn't have a, a necessary position that he's kind of honed in on. Now I don't know if that's to the dismay of uh, the team that he's playing for in Arizona, and they just really haven't figured out a way to deploy him properly. I don't know, but. I'm not making that trade, not that trade. Now, if you if you say 27 to 34, and then D Hop is involved in that, hell, you can even throw in that olive in that, and then give us like a, a fourth round pick or something like that. I would do that. I would do that. But needs to say, uh, it's it's pretty interesting, man. It's pretty interesting. So let's talk about CJ Stroud for a minute. The cognitive S2 test. I know if you guys uh, also listen to my show on a Monday night's uh, intentional grounding, you know, we talked about CJ Stroud. And the reason why I bring this up is because he came out and he said, 
He said that uh, I, I, I'm not a test taker. I love that. I kind of love that. Even though, even though he's an Ohio State guy, I love the fact that he came out and he said, you know what? I'm not a test taker. I'm a football player. Hell yeah. Like, that's what I want my quarterback to say. Like, and he's right. Like, I can care less about a cognitive S2 test, but can you go out there and can you ball out when the chips are down? Can you make the right read, the right throw? I think he can. I think he, I don't, I mean, I don't know what his ceiling is. I think he could be a, a pretty good NFL player. I mean, I, I feel like he's the best pure thrower in this draft, by my opinion. I feel like he could do that. Um, But the fact that he came out and that and he was vocal about it, hell yeah. Like, that's what you want. That's what you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, go get that guy. If you're if you're a quarterback needy team, go get him. Like Houston, what are you doing at number two? Like, what 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 what's the what's the problem here? Like, it shouldn't even be it shouldn't even be an issue. And look who it is. What's look going who on? Who it is, dog? We we got we got old Twan in here, dog. What's going on, man? How you living? I'm good. How you doing? Hey, man, I'm good. I'm good. So I was just talking about uh, C.J. Stroud and the cognitive S2 test. And I, I want your thoughts on that because he came out uh, and he said, you know, I, I'm not a test taker. I'm a football player. And but, I love that. Hold on. I, I, heard, I heard part of it. Uh, who, who are you talking about again? C.J. Stroud. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I did hear that earlier today. Yeah, yeah. And So what are your, what are your thoughts on the whole C.J. Stroud thing and the cognitive S2 test? I just feel like this is draft thing. This is just a typical draft thing where we just kind of depict people and try to nitpick and all this stuff and trying to find, you know, something wrong so you can drive down the value of a certain player. I mean, it happens all the time. It happens every right. single year. So I just I just think we're just to the point now we just need the draft to happen because just <laughs> I, know. I think we're we're bored and you know it's been a long process. Free agency's been like started like six weeks ago or whatever. And yeah, I mean, I, I just think it is exhausted process that we're just, just sitting here nitpicking every single prospect that comes out as opposed to, I think CJ Stroud could be arguably be the best quarterback in the draft, but um, I just think we're just trying to find something wrong, especially when it seems like the Panthers are going to, you know, take Bryce Young instead. So they're like, well, what's wrong with CJ Stroud? Why is he not, you know, the number one pick and, you know, I don't think it's anything against him. I just think it's Bryce Young is, you know, the body of work that he did at Alabama and just, you know, everything he puts out on tape. I think he's, you know, worthy of the number one pick. Yeah. Hey, man, he and he very well might be. You know, I, I think there's some naysayers out there about about Bryce Young. Uh, I think the kid can play. I, I just I just think it's kind of uh, interesting that there's a lot of this talk about Will Levis being the number one overall pick. I mean, you saw the, the odds in Vegas. He was like a forty to one. Now he's four to one and stuff like that. What do you what, you think? Will Levis will go one, number one tomorrow night? No, I don't think so. Just right, just the people that I know, Carolina wise, like they're expecting to take Bryce Young. Okay, um, I you know I still have connections down there with the Panthers and everything I've heard. Then Bryce Young is going to be the pick. Now number two is the wild card and all this with Texas. I don't think anybody knows what they're going to do. Are they going to take a quarterback? And if they do take a quarterback, who is it going to be? Right. That that point could be Will Levis potentially. But uh, I, I think whatever it is, Will Levis will probably be taken higher than I think some people might have thought. I know I, I was watching ESPN and they're kind of their mock draft with all the reporters. And, you know, Will Levis lasted until the Bucks pick, I believe, at like 19. I don't know if that's going to happen. But 
Uh, I definitely think he he probably will be a top 10 pick somewhere. It's just a matter of where that is. Yeah, it, it does seem kind of strange that, uh, you know, he was very uh, <laughs> lukewarm in the draft process in terms of, you know, what scouts and what people actually thought about him. And then all of a sudden, you know, the last few weeks, it's like he's picked up a lot of steam and that he's getting this talk about being the number one overall pick. And, you know, I don't know if you saw the clip on ESPN about uh, Dan Orlovsky comparing him to Josh Allen. I did, yeah. That's usually his comparison. Yeah, I think – I don't know if I would compare him to Josh Allen other than, like, the process. Like, other than they're very polarizing as far as prospects. Like, I think either you love Will Levis or you, you know, don't like him. Uh, I kind of – I actually do like him. Uh, I just think he – he played on a really bad Kentucky team last year. Max. It's a lot. And, you know, no wide receivers. And I, I think he's – I don't know how good he's going to be, but I think he's better. Like, if you look at his the previous year in 2021, I think you'll get a better projection of Will Levis and what he had the potential that he could be. For sure. No, I, I agree with that. Um, you know, if I had, if I were the Texans, you know, I'm not playing around with this quarterback thing. Like, there, there's a thought that, um, you know, it was reported that they could – potentially go defense with the second overall pick and hope that they can get another quarterback uh, at the 12th pick. And I'm, and I'm thinking like, I get it. And that's super, that's bold. Like if you don't have that quarterback squared away, man, just go, just, if you've got the second overall pick, just pick your quarterback and you ain't got to worry about it. And then kind of get the, the next best player that you can get at 12. Unless, that's, unless that player is Lamar, you're playing on trade for Lamar Jackson. Then yeah, I bet <laughs> no, right. I, I would definitely, uh, definitely not. I think, I mean, yeah, let's just quarterback quarterback class might be better than this one's, but you know, you you want to pick, you want to, you're the number two spot. Like, there's a good deal of quarterbacks I think that are worthy of the pick where you can go and get a guy. And then, but if you're not, I guess you know, in a way, if you're not falling, you're not in love with any of these guys, you know. Maybe you you know you can wait till you know later on and maybe go out to get a handed hooker if you are in love with him right. um, and just possibly pair him up with just you know you got Davis Mills still there too just wait till Hendon Hooker gets healthy and you know that might be an option for them later on in the draft for sure. So speaking of quarterbacks, uh, you you guys uh, or the, the team that you cover seem to. <laughs> get another polarizing quarterback in league and Aaron Rodgers. And I, I saw that you were there at the, uh, the press conference and so forth. So my question to you is what, what did you think of the press conference and what's the overall temperature of the fan base right now? I mean, the fans are going nuts. I mean, you know, fan is short for fanatic and there's definitely uh, a lot of fanatics out there, especially when it comes to Aaron Rodgers uh, with the Jets. And, you know, you got a lot of people thinking that, you know, the Jets are, you know, taking it for the Super Bowl. They're a Super Bowl contender. I'm not necessarily in that camp right now, but I do think they're, they are a playoff team. With Aaron, anytime you get to go get an Aaron Rodgers, and you're you have the defense paired up to what they were last year, if they can, you know, put up similar type numbers, I think this is a this is a playoff team. This is a team that can finish, you know, second, you know, or at least third in the division. And although I know Jets fans probably would, you know, turn our nose up at that, but you know, you still finish third in the division to get to the play. That's all you got to do, get in the playoffs. You get in the tournament, you know, you see what happens. You know, they yeah. played Buffalo very tough last year, beat them once. Um, and Jersey, uh, you, you split, you know, also split with the Dolphins too, as well, who are also improved. Yeah, I think they got a shot. I really do. I think they're going to keep it competitive, but yeah, definitely. Uh, as far as the press conference, you know, he said all the right things. Uh, it was seemed like he was very happy in a good place that, you know, it seemed like he really wants this to happen. It seemed like he really 
welcoming this change of scenery there uh, with the Jets. Yeah, so there was a tweet that you had that I'm going to bring up here, sir, that I'm like, yo, what what is this? Okay, uh, it's uh, this one here. What, what does this mean? I'm not here to be a savior of any kind. What's the context there? Well, I mean, I that's actually a question I had asked him. I asked him, listen, what was the motivation of him still wanting to play at his age? I mean, mm-hmm. he's thought he's flirted with retirement and you know things like that that he has nothing to prove. He's already a first yeah. ballot Hall of Famer, one of the best quarterbacks of all time. So he basically just said that you know he's playing for the love of the game and you know still wants to compete at a high level. And he also loves the coaching staff there. Uh, believes he can the team can, can be competitive. And I think the context was people. The Jets have been bad for a really long time, mm-hmm. and uh, they've been made the playoffs since 2010. And then anytime you go to Aaron Rodgers, people are expecting him to save them, like to be right. the guy to turn things around. So for him, it's like, no, it's not. I'm not a savior. It's not just on me. It's on the rest of the team to try to turn things around. You could think of me as a savior, but I, that's not the role that I'm willing to. I want to play here. Like right. I think it's going to take a team effort in order to do that. And then and what was his comments about, you know, there, there's, it's been, you know, the, the, the video went viral of Zach Wilson saying he's going to make, you know, the veteran quarterback give him hell. And this is what Aaron Rodgers said. I mean, this is what uh, Ari Marioff uh, posted. He said, Aaron Rodgers reported Zach Wilson's famous quote that he make a veteran quarterback hell in practice. He's going to make my life hell in practice. And I'm going to make his life heaven off the field. And then there was a bunch of jokes uh, in there in terms of on the Twitter feed. What 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 did you take away from that comment there? Well, he laughed. It was a joke. It was kind of a joke, but okay. there's actually some truth to that because you know Zach Wilson has been under fire his first two years in the league, and not having a. I mean, you had Joe Flacco there, and you know you had Mike White. You had some kind of veteran, but to have somebody that's you know can put you had just a legitimate starting quarterback there. He was there. I mean, Zach Wilson was headed the job once he got to New York. Right. So I definitely think that was a detriment to him and also the Jets in general. But to have somebody like Aaron Rodgers that can, you know, he can bounce things off of, he can ask questions, he can, you know, do what he should have done as a rookie, like especially coming out of BYU. This is not like, you know, you're coming out of Georgia, Alabama, or somewhere like that where. You're like you're, you're you're playing against the best of the best in the nation. I mean, no disrespect to BYU, but you're playing in the Mountain West and a right. wide open type of offense. Right. And during the COVID year, mind you, which was very shortened, and then it was just you know all over the place. So that's when he put up his best numbers. Right. So I definitely think they you know you definitely should have got a you know veteran in there that should have started at least initially. Uh, or they should have played Mike White, you know, probably the whole time that's for first year. But now, you know, you, don't, you can do about it now. All you can do is hope that, you know, you have Aaron Rodgers there. If he plays a year, you know, that's great. Uh, I think the team would like him to play longer than that. But if have, if they be, then, you know, you have that year where Zach Wilson can, you know, kind of learn and then see what you have in him, you know, for 2024 possibly. And, you know, if he's not the guy, then, you know, you get rid of him and, you know, ultimately, if the Jets don't make the playoffs anyway, right. none of this is going to matter because everybody's going to be out of a job. Right. <laughs> Heads will roll. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So here's my here's my next question. Uh, I, I because I haven't seen you in a couple of weeks. I got I got a lot of questions. Last week, man, it just feels forever, bro. It feels like forever. Okay. <laughs> you know, it, it's like once the Aaron Rodgers stuff happened, it's like I needed to talk to you right then. Okay. 
like and, and so this is our this is our form to do that there was there was uh there's rumors about the jets getting jackson smith and jigba with the 15th overall pick bro what, i don't think he's gonna last that long <sighs> dude I, mean, I can't handle wilson and jigba on the same offense i can't I mean, if he's there then yeah i think it's a possibility but i don't think he's gonna be there like i think hell i think green bay would take him you like, think green so bay. Yeah, Green Bay, Green Bay, they're going to take a wide receiver or a tight end. They're going to surround Jordan Love with some type of weapon. So, I, I yeah. think they got to go tight end. You got to. You drafted two solid receivers last year. It makes sense well, to go get, tight end. Get another one. Yeah. Get another one. Yeah. Get another yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I think tight end makes more sense. But if, if uh, he's on the board, then I think if, you know, if Houston doesn't take him at 12, I think, you know, it's a good chance the Packers might do it at 13. And if not, you know, you got New England right there at 14, too. They could take him. We don't trust New England to make the right draft selection with their, you know, we don't. Right. Oh, boy. They're going to get their trash. Players. Right. I mean, yeah. we just hope that that continues to happen where they don't get it right. But it's interesting, man. I, I can't handle uh, those two in the same offense, man. Uh, I, I saw it too much too often in Ohio State because, you know, I'm a <laughs> Michigan fan. And I definitely, from, from a Bills perspective, don't want to see that translate to the NFL. But the Jets are putting themselves together a pretty solid squad. I, I really do like the weapons that you guys already have. Uh, there were some questions about um, one of your receivers uh, might not be on the roster this season. Corey Davis. Corey Davis, yeah. What, what have you heard about Corey Davis? Well, I mean, I think the thought process was before, before free agency he'd be cut because they could save $10.5 million by cutting him. And then he's been injured, uh, missed the knot of games last year. Uh, his first year with the Jets missed a lot of games in 2021. So I thought they were just going to release them and, you know, go younger at the wide receiver position. But obviously when you go get an Aaron Rodgers, you know, he might want some kind of veterans like there at the receiver position. However, Joe Douglas, general manager, was asked on Tuesday, you know, are you planning on keeping Corey Davis there, you know, this year? And he danced around that question. He tapped danced around that question like he was Gregory Hines. Like it, it, was, it was, it was beautiful. But uh, I was joking aside. Like so, I, my thinking is, it's probably depending on what happens in the draft, they they will keep him. But if that happens, if they happen, they get uh, Smith and Jitma, then he's gone. Like he's yeah, he's right. out of there. So that's probably that's my thinking. Is that's how I feel about it. Yeah, no, it, it'll it'll be interesting, man. I mean, you know, it just makes sense that, like, now that you got Rodgers, man, you just wish that, like, I, if I was Corey Davis, I would just say, yo, release me so I can go get my next home. You then, want to, yeah. Right. I mean, it's just no – you have no idea, especially with the uh, camp starting up and everything like that. You would like to be in somebody's, you know, playbook and everything like that moving forward. You don't want to have this uncertain clarity uh, like this, especially – and then the May, right? Where, like you're in the all season program, and are you going to be here? Or are you not? But we know, we know this with every team. Like once the draft happens, it's going to be another wave of people getting released because yeah. they dressed uh, by their knees, or they've gone younger. And you know, we'll start to see it this weekend. As a matter of fact, some veterans probably getting released, or start or Monday. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So I, I got, I got a little something for you, Torn. Yeah, l l listen to this, man. As a Bills fan right now. It's like, for me, it's rough because I see the Jets make the, this move. I have a suspicion that D-Hop's going to go to the Chiefs and the Bills are just sitting here like everything's fine. Meanwhile, okay, 
we're all talking about this. Yeah, Josh, I saw that. Josh Allen getting the damn haircut. <laughs> I saw and, that. and I'm like, bro, I can care less if my dude's – if he's getting fresh. I need a damn – I need y'all to make a move. Like, <laughs> make a move. That's yeah, they, where I'm at right now, bro. Make a damn move. And, and we're over here just chilling, it feels like. Like, if somebody – I was doing radio earlier. They were asking me how I feel about the Bills, and I'm like – they're the team to beat to some because they've done it the last three years. Right. However, like, do you feel good about what the Bills look like this all season compared to the Dolphins have gotten better? The Jets have gotten, obviously have gotten better. Heck, New England's gotten better. Although, you know, I don't think anybody's picking them to win the division, but still the Patriots have gotten better too. So I, you know, I still think the team, the Bills are the team to beat, but I don't. Last year, I thought it was like slammed up Bills when right, right, no doubt about it. Now right. I think it's a little bit of uncertainty, you know, especially considering, like I say, the moves the Dolphins have made. Vic Fangio, obviously, Jalen Ramsey, you know, we'll see what else they do with the draft and their limited draft picks, just like the Jets have. And then obviously, getting Aaron Rodgers kind of completely changes a lot of different things for the Jets. So. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. It's gonna be tight in that division. But yeah, I don't think it's a slam dunk. Bills win a division like I did uh, a year ago. Right, and, and it has me worried to be completely honest with you because, me personally, I've lost faith in the regime to actually acquire the talent needed. I mean, I feel like this is the the most crucial draft that they could have had since Josh Allen. Right, uh, you know, the last few drafts, in my opinion, haven't gone great, and uh, you know, they they got some glaring holes. You know, I don't know if you. Heard, heard the, the rumor of the report about you know execs saying that the bills have more holes than they think they have yeah they, I and, mean, and it's true it's true it's it, true it kind of reminds me of you know how the patriots like when tom brady was there they they were still doing well but you know draft wise they they could have been so much better had they hit on like even half their picks, but they wasn't doing that. They didn't accumulate the young talent that they could in the draft and then eventually you know you're going to pay for that because that's how you, you know, get right. better in this league. And, you know, you can't, you can't just always rely on Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. And, you know, as good as the defense is too, you have to be able to replenish that. You lost Tremaine Edmonds as, uh, as well, free agency. You have older safeties that need to be, you know, you need to address that. You know, I know DeMar Hamlin, you know, thank God, you know, he's going to make a full recovery, baby, to foot like football again, but that's still a grand need too as well. And then offensive line is still an issue there for Buffalo too as well. So I think they have some significant needs there that they desperately need to hit on this particular draft. They need to have a really good draft. They do. They they really do. And I've been saying it for since the season concluded, uh, these teams are getting better and, and it's an arms race. I mean, you know, there, there are eight solid quarterbacks uh, in the AFC, right? And, and the Jets, how they played the Bills last year, um, they scare me. You get, okay, you get, yeah. you get you, right. You get Brees Hall back at some point in the season. You know, it would make sense for for the Jets to to, to draft offensive line early, yes, rather than taking a skill position player, uh, because that's only going to make Aaron Rodgers and that whole offense better. But that defense is nasty, and this they're young, and they're talented. They got a good scheme. They got the edge rushers. I mean, like, what's not to like about the Jets' defense? And then what they've added on offense, as a Buffalo Bills fan, I'm a little nervous. Like, I think the Bills are the best team in the division. But at the same time, like, I could understand if the Bills finish second in the division, honestly. I mean, you kind of need things to go right. And and the fact that they have these holes as of right now, you know, I still think they need help at wide receiver, too, 
right? Gabe Davis yeah. is is okay, but I don't he's think he's, he benefits more from Josh Allen than Josh Allen benefiting from him, right? Yeah. Let's be honest. And, and you, you know, the offensive line, like you mentioned, like I don't feel like the, the, the I don't feel right now that the Bills got better this offseason. No. I, I feel like they've plugged depth. They got quality depth but they're lacking some punch in terms of skill position players and at spots on defense that they currently don't have. So, you know, as Bills fans, we kind of drink the Kool-Aid sometimes, as you know, Tuan, you, you're on the chop up with us and you see how it goes, but I, I try to keep it a buck here and the Bills, they need to make a move. And I hope that the, the regime kind of sees and understands that. Well, this is where Spence would come in and probably say he's not worried about the other chase of the division. So. <laughs> look, look who it is. There 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 it is. See? There it is. Uh, I mean, I think, like I said, I think they need to hit on the – and then the schedule's much tougher this year, too. Right. Because you're playing, you're playing the NFC East. And you're also playing the AFC West as well. So, obviously, you're going to play the Chiefs anyway. But, you know, you also got to deal with the Chargers. We'll see what the Broncos are about, too. I mean, uh, but, yeah, I mean, they have to, you know, Jacksonville's on the come up. Like, whatever you want to think about, you know, Jacksonville. But I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's got a budding star. I think we kind of saw that a little bit last year. Um, I'm not worried about the Pats. Everybody else. Pats got better, too. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't be worried about them, but I think here's the thing about New England. New England is they're they're gonna be they're not gonna be terrible. They might be mediocre, but they're gonna be they're gonna be there. They're gonna upset some teams. They're gonna beat probably the Dolphins and Jets. You know, a time they'll be had, they beating the Jets like 14 straight times. So they're gonna be they're gonna win some games. They're probably gonna win eight games in this league. So yeah, I, yeah. I don't think it's gonna be enough to make the playoffs. But they you know they're probably gonna finish by eight nine like they used to. Right. Right. So, okay. Have you decided on uh, who the first overall pick for the Jets are going to be? Do you, do you, do you have like, cause I know for me, I was saying yeah. earlier in the show, like I kind of waffle from hour to hour. Like I, you know, I, it could be this guy, it could be that guy. Like now that you guys have made some significant moves, like who do you feel like they're going to take you know, with their first, uh, with their first selection? I'm pretty confident they're going to go with offensive line unless, you know, Smith and Jetma is on the board. But, yeah, I I probably think I'm going to go with Broderick Jones from Georgia. I think that makes a lot of sense, too. I mean, they would like Paris Johnson Jr., but I don't know if he's going to be on the board, like not at 15 anyway. Right. At 13, yeah, it was a good – it was a chance he could be on the board. But you're mad – like, is he going to get past New England? I, I don't know. Like, that's the whole thing. So, for me, like, if you know, I think they're going to take a tackle – they have to get better there. I know Dwayne Brown is um, there um, mm-hmm. and been solid, but he's getting older and coming off soldier surgery last year. That yeah, he's essentially playing on one shoulder the right. entire year. I don't know how he played twelve games with that injury, but somehow he played. He played the uh, most of the season with it. But anyway, he'll be thirty eight in August. But we know about Makai Betton only played one game in the last two years. Matt Mitchell, also who they drafted last year in the fourth round, had blood clots. He missed. Uh, the rest of the seat, like the last month of the season, he's respected to make a full recovery. But again, you know, he was a fourth round pick too. So you got to have some stability there at the tackle position, especially on the offensive line where the Jets had 11 different players play on the offensive line last year. That's the most in the NFL out of any team by far. Yeah, that, 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 you can't have that. And especially, you know, as much as we say, Aaron Rodgers is, he's 40, you know, basically. Yeah. And, you know, you're not going to be able to be taking hints if that line is trash. So, yeah, it makes sense that they would go uh, 
invest in the offensive tackle, I mean, because they need it, right? And it's going to – I mean, it helps everything on the offense. Brees Hall and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the Jets yeah. are going to be scary. I mean, it, they just are. What will help, what will help is uh, getting uh... – you know, very Elijah Vera Tucker back, right. who uh, was, was he was like a Swiss Army knife for him last year. He played three different positions, which is unheard of in this day in the, in the NFL. I've seen it in college, like a lot, especially with injuries. But the NFL, like you're playing left tackle, right tackle, and right guard in the same season. I mean, that's that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that is. is crazy. So yeah, I mean, getting him back a help that offense a lot immensely. So. As far as the Bills are concerned, like if I had to if I had to put money on who I think the Bills are gonna what the Bills are gonna do with the 27th overall pick, if they stay at 27 and pick, I think you gotta go Drew Sanders or Jack Campbell. And, and it's you got to. I mean, I think Drew Sanders, you could do a little more, but I think the learning curve is a little bit more steep because he's he hasn't played Mike Linebacker, right? Yeah. Uh you, you have a more polished prospect. Um you know, and Jack Campbell, but you don't have the upside or the ceiling that a Drew Sanders does, right? Yeah, I actually like both of those because I when before the Jets gave away their second draft, uh, second round pick, I thought that was an option for them there, and then one of them still might be an option, uh, the second round pick because they definitely need a linebacker. But for all um, everything I've heard, they also thinking about bringing back Quan Alexander um, on a cheap deal. So, but they still that doesn't preclude them from taking a linebacker. So I definitely could see them doing both, like taking a, taking a young linebacker while also pairing it with a veteran. But yeah, Drew Sanders, like I mean, absolute monster. I definitely think he's gonna be, you know, starting Jack Campbell, like tackling machine, right? <laughs> like, like seeing yeah. him, you know, his fits in the run game. He's dude downhill linebacker. I yeah. mean, he he's gonna eat up a lot. He's gonna, like, fit, he's gonna fit in really well for somebody. Uh, yeah, it's a matter of I don't know if he'll be taken in the first round, but. If he's not, then I imagine he'll go very early uh, on day two. Yeah, I don't think that either one of these linebackers would be taken in the first round if the Bills don't take him, right? Yeah. Uh, that That's kind of where I am. I mean, they, both of them are, are, are second-round talents in terms of the big board. But um, I like both prospects. I mean, I, I couldn't be mad about either one. I just feel like last year we saw the Bills really didn't uh, – they tried to fill as many needs as they could, but cornerback was a glaring hole coming into the draft. This year it's linebacker, you know, so I don't know what the, I don't know what the temperature in the room, like, and if I'm really honest last season or, you know, during this time, like, even though we knew cornerback two was, was important, I felt like, you know, I thought maybe they get it in the second round or something yeah. like that. And they went and got it in the first round. I'm like, okay, cool. So it's like, it, it kind of, you know, you put stack the clues together and it definitely feels like the bills are going to go linebacker round one tomorrow night. And, uh, and then there's this D hop thing we're going to talk about. Lauren. Yeah, I I think they have to. You know, again, they have to get a wide receiver at some point. Because yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's like you, know, you got to have some take some pressure off of Stephon Diggs and the rest of that offense. I mean, yeah, the Stitz is still young, still productive, one of the best receivers in football. But yeah, to get a guy like D hop and look, granted, like his stats the last couple of years have not been great. But for a rider, he's missed some games, you know, suspension, whatever the case was. However, he he still could be a threat, whether even if it's the second option on a team like Buffalo, who has a alpha wide receiver and Stefan Diz. So to be able to go out and get that, I just think it's about money. That's right. what it is. If they can make the money work or try to restructure the deal, then you know, I think teams will be more to um be more ready to make a trade like that. Right now, I just think it's 
you know, people don't want to take that contract on considering the fact that uh, Hopkins numbers hasn't been great the last couple of years. And, you know, he is 30 years old at this point. So, you know, it's kind of, you know how people feel about 30 year olds, especially at the wide receiver and also running back position. Yeah, they, they kind of need to do something, man. I, I would feel good if they took D-Hop and they drafted a wide receiver. Like, I want both. Like, yeah, there was a trade bit floating around. I mentioned earlier in the show that it was uh, – tell me if you would make this trade if you were the Bills. It was D-Hop and Isaiah Simmons for Ed Oliver and Gabe Davis straight up. Would you yeah. make that trade? You yeah. make that trade? If I'm Buffalo, yeah. I don't know if I'm the Cardinals, I would do that. <laughs> but if I was Buffalo, yeah. If I was the Cardinals, I'd be like, uh, you got to add in a couple picks or something. I, I feel that way. Like on the other side, I feel like they the Cardinals will need to give us like a, a fourth or a fourth round pick or something like that. That trade is so wonderful. Come on, man. And Oliver's a, is a is a is a good defensive tackle. He just hasn't lived up to his potential. And Gabriel Davis, as much as we, he is a very polarizing figure, as you know. I'm I don't like his game that much, but he, it's not like he's a scrub. I didn't say that, but they're not on the level that those guys are. Like Simmons has start Simmons played really well last year, and then obviously we know what D Hop can do. Like I'm the Card- and the Cardinals are rebuilding, like to the state. Like I want some picks too. Like you got to give me, you know, third round pick, <laughs> and then another pick next year at least. Oh hell no! <laughs> you can't yeah, do that. You're fixing us, dog. That. Th- it's cost. It's cost to be the boss, man. Like you want, you want. <laughs> like, to be man, the I need some picks. Like especially my team is rebuilding. Like I don't want. I don't want players. I want. I really want picks. Unless depending on what the contract looks like. I don't know what Gabe Davis' contract uh, situation is. And well, he'll be a free agent after this season. Okay, they they might want that then. Like they would take that then. And then what's uh, Oliver's as well? What yeah, is he's, he's the same. He's oh the yeah, same. they they would take that. Well, they would take that then. But they still want some picks though, or at least they pick. At least the third. At least you give me a third round and then I'll be like, okay, we can call it then. I mean, honestly, that would fill two needs for the Bills. You get your Mike linebacker, right, and you get your number two wide receiver. And then the Bills, in my opinion, if you do that trade, you still need to go draft a wide receiver. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Well, yeah, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, the Cardinals, yeah, they're they're looking to get picks at this point because. I don't even know who's going to be the quarterback in that team right now. Yeah, <laughs> these week right. Yeah, I, they they got some issues over there. I mean, you 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 hope that Kyler gets better and that he can play, but I mean, it's a nine to twelve month surgery or recovery, and I, I just don't. He suffered in December last year, so yeah, uh, like that's kind of like I don't even know if I would put him back. As bad as I expect the Cardinals to be this year, I don't even know if I would put him back on the field like that early. Like, right, I, like call it a wash. You know, if anything, I, if I was the Cardinals, I might see with uh, check with Tennessee to see how Ryan Tannehill's availability might be. Ooh, no, hell yeah. no! You know you what I have do? Somebody play quarterback. Colt McCoy could do that. You know what I actually do? I just tank this season and go get Caleb Williams. Well, you could do. Yeah, you could do that. I mean, they do have a first-year head coach, so you could do that. That's what I would do, and, and then you could kind of figure Kyler but, out. But right? the problem is, you still have to pay Kyler Murray though. He ain't my quarterback, bro. (laughs) It's the money, though. Like, you got to pay. Yeah. Guaranteed, though. They're going to have to sort that out. But I I would, I think Caleb Williams is, is, and I'm just talking about straight from college. I feel like Caleb Williams is a better prospect than Kyler Murray coming out. Oh, well, yeah. And it's not even close. Oh, yeah. I, I was not big on Kyler Murray to begin with, but 
yeah, I mean, absolutely. And then you got May from North Carolina coming out too. Eric so, Mooley, man, yeah. man, yeah, he's yeah, gonna they, be good. Next year is gonna be yeah, as good as this class is. Like you got some guys coming in next year that's gonna be just as good, if not better, than this class coming up. Right, right. And we're we're gonna be talking about that. Is there a? Uh, I'm not gonna keep you long because you know I, it's draft night, bro. It's it's pre-draft <laughs> night, and I ain't gonna sleep. And I got. I got to do like 19,000 more mock drafts so I could feel at ease. I got <laughs> I got out of jury duty, so I don't have to report tomorrow. Oh, you lucky like then. You got All right, right. So um, you want, you want to know something? So okay. have you, now I want you to try this. Yeah. Okay? Go get some Disarono. Okay. It's, yeah. It's, and, and, and some Corona. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, uh, just follow me on this. Oh God, I I have to wake up for an exercise class tomorrow, so don't have me. Uh, you could do this like, tomorrow during the day, or or when you're freaking, you know, watching the draft tomorrow night. And well, I'll you... be at the Jets facility, so I don't know if that's going to be allowed there. Okay, well, when you're done, okay, <laughs> or this weekend, Tuan, I need yeah. you to do this for me. You go get some Disarono, and you go get some Corona, and you 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 take a little sip out of the Corona, and you put the Disarono in there. And tell me if it doesn't taste like Dr. Pepper. Okay, I'll have to try that there. Bruh, I saw it on TikTok. <laughs> I'll have to try that there. Like, I, I know see. I've done tequila and uh, Corona or some kind of other. I've other done kind that. Of, uh, some kind of other alcohol, but I've never done that. Bruh, it tastes, it's so smooth and it tastes just like Dr. Pepper. And, and it's and it goes down easy, bruh. Like, easy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that'll be like a weekend thing. That'll be after the draft. I'll try that after the draft. When the draft is over on Saturday, yeah, that might be the move. Yeah, you're going to have to do that, man. Okay, so before I let you go, uh, if there, what do you think the, the round one surprise will be tomorrow? Uh, I mean, like team or just like player? Any player falling a team making a surprise trade like last year we saw the the philadelphia eagles trade for a wide receiver right what's the move gonna and we were all shocked we saw the arizona cardinals trade uh trade for a wide receiver yeah right so what i, I always think like what's it gonna be this year i think the titans are gonna trade into the uh top 10 i really i mean they Whatever we talked about Ryan Tannehill and whether they keep him next year or not, I mean, at some point you're gonna have to move on and you know get younger at the position. He'll be 35 this upcoming year. I think it's time to uh, make that move and you know why not make that move and go out and get a guy like an Anthony Richardson. Uh, definitely, that can sit there and you know learn for a little bit and then you can toss them in there you know later on in the season if you need to. But yeah, I think the Titans uh, that makes a lot of sense to me. Uh, might be the Texans, depending on what they what they do. Uh, I could definitely see the Falcons. Like I think B. John Robinson is going to go higher than what people think they think he is. Top ten, I, I think yeah. he, he, get, I, I he gets think to the Falcons. top ten. I think the yeah. Falcons might take him. Just yep. I think some people are trying to talk themselves out of not having a running back go that early. But if he's good, who cares? Right. Like I don't. I don't care. I don't care what a guy. I don't care what position the guy. But if he's good and the best of his position. Who can't like you? Ain't got to think about it like for the next decade plus, then I'm good. Like, I'll take them like a generational type talent. So, yeah, yeah I think B. John's gonna go a lot higher than I think some people. Mel Kiper didn't even have him going in the first round, 
flight. So I, I just think that's just crazy to me. He's talked about how you don't take a running back in the first round. I, I do not believe in that whatsoever. I think you believe in I, the talent. You know, it depends on the talent. Like, right. I think two running backs that you could take in the first round. Him and Gibbs from Alabama, I think both of them are worthy of being first-round picks. For sure. I feel like uh, my slide will be uh, Anthony Richardson is going to fall. I just, how far do you think he's going to fall? Uh, I, I think he, I think he might wander around in the twenties. If, if he's, he's coming up to the Ravens, if I was them, I'd pick him. Well, okay, so that was going to be my next thing. Is uh, you know, we saw a tweet from Odell Beckham that said book him, uh, and there's like these top, on Pat McAfee's show. There's you know that could. Adam Pacman Jones saying that there could be a, a Lamar Jackson contract done. Who knows? It's, you know, nothing's come out from their camp that I've seen. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if Lamar could resign with the Ravens and he gets yeah. what he was looking for, but I'm not, I'm not touching that. Like I'm not, I wouldn't take a quarterback if I'm the Ravens. Hell no. You, you wouldn't? No. Cause look where they're picking, who are you going to get? If Anthony Richardson is there, I would take him. You would take Anthony Richardson? If he was there, yeah. Whew. If he was there, yeah, absolutely. He absolutely. Just, man, just watching his tape, man, I, I just don't come away that impressed with it oh, like I, everybody I, else does. I think he – it's the same thing. Like, Florida had no – this is the worst Florida skill position play. like, far as skill position players in decades. Like, that, they, they had no skill. They had no wide receivers, no tight ends. The no running backs. backs. Yeah. <laughs> The running back, like their running back last year, Damian Pierce, like ended up going to the Texans, and they didn't so, even use him that much when he that, was there. Well, Mullen, that was a whole different regime with Dan Mullen, but yeah, he rarely used him, which I never understood. But anyway, uh, <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, like, I feel like they didn't have a really good Florida. Florida this was not the best, one of the best Florida Gators teams around. So the offensive line was actually really good. Where you got. You know, Osiris, who's uh, right, right. going to be like going to get drafted pretty high. But outside of that, yeah, I, I think I think he had his moments. I think Richardson had his moments at times. It was just so up and down. And then he only started 13 games in his career. So was, he's very raw, you know, very polarizing. But I definitely think he with some with some good coaching. It depends on where he I think where he goes is going to be important. That's why I think Baltimore would be a good spot for him to kind of sit for a little while. It's kind of like what happened with Lamar Jackson. Remember, he sat behind Joe Flacco for a little while. Right, right. You know, and then they put him in there. And then, you know, after if that. If you take Anthony Richardson while Lamar's on that roster, bro, you got you to gotta part with Lamar. Like, well, where, you, where is he going? I, I don't know. Well, but exactly. you, you got to figure it out. They better figure it out and just let, well, them, he, let that man free. Well, where is he going? Like, nobody, you know, nobody's – people can pick him up now. They can, they can sign him to a deal now. It's collusion, man. No, they can sign up to they can sign up to an offer sheet now. They could, but nobody, nobody's. That's off- crazy to me. That's crazy to me. Why, because they why? know the Ravens can match. That's what it is. They don't, you know, the Ravens want them to do the work for them in terms of a contract. Is what it well, if like. you offered somebody like a contract near like 170 million guarantee, which was reported what they offered Lamar last year, and he didn't take it, then I would do the same thing too. Mm. Man, I don't know, dog. Just, what does he want? Like over two hundred million? I, yeah, that's that. Yeah, I, well, I look wouldn't at, do that. Not look what Jalen Hurts just got. I, I wouldn't do that because simply because well, Jalen Hurts even his look at his um, guarantee though. Right. What what that much? It was about the same what they were offering Lamar Jackson. Yeah, man. It's it's a uh, it's a touchy subject, man. It, so I try to put myself if I was in Lamar's shoes, 
rather than just being an analyst or a fan, right? And uh, it's like, bruh, like you're not going to get that fully guaranteed contract, man. Just, just is it? Do you not want to play with the Ravens? Like, what is it? Like, what's causing you to not sign? Well, even if he, he doesn't want to play for the Ravens, they they want something. Like, they're just not going to let him go for nothing, right? And I, I would, <laughs> of course, of course. Like, I would need a first. I'm at least need a first round pick, and then some other pitch for him. Especially with a talent like former MVP of this league, yeah, I'm not. I'm not just going to let you walk out the door for nothing. Yeah, and, and back to Anthony Richardson, it would make sense if Atlanta would take a look at him. If uh, the Titans would, they should get him. Should yeah, I don't know if they will, but they should. Yeah, it seems like they're going with uh, Desmond Ritter and then Tyler Head. I don't know what they're doing. Like I, I don't think anybody knows what Atlanta's doing. Like I know uh, Ritter was a third round pick last year, but I, I'm, I'm not sold, man. Right, he didn't do anything in Cincinnati that just had me like, yo, this is the guy. I, I think they're. I think there was other people around him at, with the Bearcats that were really good. obviously people talk about sauce, but they had some good. They had some other NFL talent on that right. team. So that he he was just surrounded by a really good team. I don't think he was necessarily a big catalyst for him. I think he's a career backup quarterback. Yeah, that, that. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, Tuan, it's been real. This draft carousel, this whole draft season has been real, and uh, we're we're getting to the very end of it. This is the Thank last God. night. God dang, boy, I'm telling uh, you. Thank uh, God, I can't yeah. take draft talk. <laughs> I know it, it's painful. So you're going to be at the facility tomorrow, right? Yeah, I've been at the Jets facility all weekend. Like, well, I've been at the Jets facility the last two days anyway. So, yeah, I'll, I'll just be there another three more. <laughs> so so what are they doing for, for you guys? Uh, so you'll be at the facility, but what's taking place? Like, do they have a special media, like, gathering for you guys to, like, watch the draft to kind of do your yeah. thing? Or how's that work? We'll be in the auditorium watching the draft. And then once they make the pit, then we'll talk to whoever they pick, like, via satellite. Oh, okay. Okay. Boom. And then the next day, whoever it is, they'll fly them to Jersey, and then we'll talk to them in person. And then oh, you're gonna be busy. I, I, yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be a little busy. It won't it won't be too much, but but especially because of our deadlines. Like we have like 11 p.m. deadlines. So with the draft being as late as what it is, then I, I won't have to write too much anyway. <laughs> right, right, right. I'm gonna be texting you. So if you hear anything. Uh, Related to the bills, you well, just. Well, you, I'll say this: like, if if people remember me, remember my draft, like my Twitter account last year, like I I got like updated scoops on like who players, who teams were picking, like mm-hmm. before we now. So, hey, just pay attention, like, because I, I may have some uh, updated, like some updates before I hit the TV screen. So yeah, for I'll, all the fans out some, there, but you better text your boy, that. text your boy, okay? <laughs> I know some people hate that too, but. Yeah, I would definitely have. You want to know before it's now so TV, then just yes. follow the account. Yes, yes. So y'all heard it. So follow Antoine Staley. If you haven't already followed his Twitter account, please do so because he's dropping knowledge tomorrow during the draft. Uh, I can't wait for it, man. But again, I'm sick of talking draft and prospects yeah. and watching film. I'm ready to move on. Uh, so, you know, we're going to, you know, it's always good to to wrap this up, dog, um, and, and kind of get to tomorrow and figure it all out then and, and be a spectator. I'm going to be a spectator. I ain't on no shows. I'm just going to be chilling, watching, drinking my Disarona and Corona and enjoying <laughs> myself. So, yeah, man, it's going to be it's going to be a good time. It's definitely going to be a good time. So, but yeah, thank God it's uh, almost here. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's 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 over, bro. So.
Uh, just make sure you guys, if you haven't followed my guy, Tuan, make sure you do so. This is the chop up. All right. And we're going to be back next week. We'll probably talk about these prospects. Once the bills have picked them, we're going to talk with you about whoever the jets end up selecting, but damn, it feels good to be done. My dude. So salute and we out of here. Go bills. <laughs>